And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump. Season 4, episode 12. Thank you very much for listening. Damn. Hmm, yeah. Right? That's really good. Right? We are doing well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Uh, my name is Joel. With me today is Sunday, March 25th. This is ostensibly a baseball podcast, but we're going to talk about lots of lots of stuff. We've been hitting the Quidditch pretty hard last two weeks. We'll see if we can pull <laughs> that in this week also. With me this evening, I guess, are Sam and Eli. How you guys doing? Hey, how are you? They're doing pretty well, Joel. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm pretty good. I did not. It turns out I did not go to New York last week. Oh, that's playing. right. Yeah, you never showed up. Right. <laughs> so what happened? Man, I just had the worst spring break ever. I was supposed to fly out on Wednesday, and you guys know what they call it? Superstorm Toby. Toby. Or whatever it's what called. Calling I think that's what yeah, they, they were call calling Toby. Uh, was coming in. So on Tuesday night, I got a phone call from American Airlines saying that they had canceled my flight. Which I guess is kind of nice of them because it would suck for me to have to drive the two and a half hours to Chicago just to find out my flight's been canceled. Um, But I also am kind of questioning the canceling pre-weather. You know what I mean? Because it sounded like, I mean, how bad was the storm, Sam? Well, we ended up getting a decent amount of snow. But by yeah. the time your flight was supposed to have landed, we didn't have that much snow. It yeah. maybe like three inches of snow. Yeah. Which I feel like, you know, is a manageable amount of snow for a major metropolitan airport like JFK or LaGuardia. Yeah, you would think so. Especially, I don't know, I had a nonstop flight from O'Hare to LaGuardia. Right. Anyway, and then I tried to rebook the flight, but I couldn't get anything booked until getting me into New York. It would have been late Friday night, and then I would have had to turn around and leave on Sunday. So I kind of just said, fuck it. They gave me my $250 back, and we'll have to try again this summer. Uh, During baseball season. During baseball season, yeah. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what you missed. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, because it was a doozy. Uh, we had historical. A historical doozy that you just totally bailed on. Um, this is the part of the podcast where it becomes apparent that I don't know the difference between the airline canceling the flight and Joel voluntarily not coming to New York. <laughs> Um, so when you decided not to come to New York, uh, I had already bought basketball tickets for us to go to this Nets game, Nets and Hornets, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, which are the home team of the once great Superman, Dwight Howard. 
Um, <clears throat> and both of those teams, if you look at the standings, That's what are I was terrible. just pulling up. Yeah, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, Keep going. They're both like 20 games under 500. So we'll see them in the playoffs. But <laughs> anyway, I wasn't expecting that much out of the game. Well, uh, tickets were like $7, right? Yeah, tickets were like $7. Nobody yeah. was expecting anything. And it was snowing. It was snowing really hard. at that. By the time the game started at 7.30, it was really coming down blizzard style. And so we went up to our seats. And everyone, the the ushers were like, you can just sit wherever you want because. Oh, because it was empty. Nope. nope. Because then a bunch of people did show up to the game and they <laughs> had to like kick everybody out of these seats. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it was, it was a real shit show. And then all through the first three quarters, really, Brooklyn was in ahead by, like, in between 15 and 20 points, basically, like, comfortably the entire game. Um, but <clears throat> you just kept watching the game, and they have all the stats up on the big board, and we were way up high, so kind of even with the big board, and you just watched Dwight Howard's stats, and it just kept going up and up and up. <clears throat> and he ended the game with... 30 rebounds and 32 points. That's (laughs) Which is incredible. No one's done it. They've only done it once in the past, uh, like, 50 years. And that was Kevin Love, oddly enough. Which I don't think of as... I don't think he's a big rebound guy. Or in my mind, anyway. He doesn't seem like a big rebound guy. He did before he was with the Cavaliers, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong on that, Joel, but I feel like he's more of a perimeter guy now. Right. But he is a, he's a forward. He can, yeah. Yeah. But no, I would not have guessed the last guy to do a thirty thirty was Kevin Love. That's crazy. Right now the Hornets are thirty three and forty one, and the Nets are twenty three and fifty one. So I was looking at the stats of this game after you, uh, you told me about it midweek, Sam, and um, it looked like from the box score, anyways. I did a quick scan that. Uh, Dwight Howard had more offensive rebounds than anyone else on either team had total rebounds, which if yeah. you think about it is just absurd. <laughs> yep. Well, he was, I mean, I think the next highest rebounder in the game was like nine rebounds. Yep. But <clears throat> the tallest guy on the Brooklyn Nets that night was 6'8". Oh, um, oops. And Dwight Howard is, you know, Seven, a strong 6'11". You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought he was taller than that. Yeah, I think he's probably... I mean, he was visibly much larger than anyone else on the court. Yeah, he usually is. Um, And uh, so anyway, it was kind of a vintage Superman night. I mean, I guess it's even more than vintage. I guess he's never even done it before. But it was really insane. Yeah. Uh, And most of it came in the second half, and the Hornets ended up winning the game. Um, by like five points, but they were down like the entire time mm-hmm. until like the last minute. You know, I mean, you know, they were coming back, but they didn't take the lead until less than a minute left, probably. Well, um, I'm sorry I missed it. That that'll that'll prob- probably be second place in my missed sporting events behind the uh, perfect game from Mark Burley that I decided not to go to. Oh, yeah. You have a bad track record for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I do. 
<laughs> You're like, oh, it's snowing. I don't want to go to New York anymore. And then it was a really good basketball game. Yeah, yeah that seems like a type of basketball game, Joel, that you'd be really into. Yeah, yeah. I would have been excited. <laughs> So here's a fun fact about Ryan Howard is he claims that this is not the case anymore. That he's but he dead. used to he's dead. eat 25 to 30 candy bars a day. Oh. That's Did you know R- that? Ryan Howard or Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I believe he could do that. No, he did. Yeah. It's a well-documented fact. Huh. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really impressive, but also I'm surprised that he's not less cut. Well, check this out. It was for more than 10 years, every day, 25 to 30 candy bars a day. Well, those Um, guys have got to consume tens of thousands of calories. Yeah. Right, Right, just because they're so big. Just because they're so big, yeah. True. It's like Halloween every day at the Howard's. <laughs> That's like, I can't even fathom eating that much candy bars. Like, that would make me so sick. Do you ever even want... follow I mean, The Rock? Bi- I guess he built up for it, to it. But. Yeah. The Rock will do stuff like that because he's very, you know, obviously health conscious. And he will, he's a very strict dieter. And then he'll have, like, days off from his diet. I think he does it about twice a year. And he'll post it on his Instagram where he's eating, like, 20 pancakes and three Belgian waffles covered in uh, whipped cream and, like, a pack of Oreo cookies. Pretty impressive also. The Rock's cheat days? Yeah, that's it. The Rock's cheat days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, my cheat day is literally cook- every day. Yeah, well, that's the best thing, right? The best part about right. quitting smoking is that you can smoke cigarettes again. What? Oh, yeah. You ever hear that? Yeah. Best part about quitting smoking, you can smoke cigarettes again. Best part about dieting is your cheat days that you can have every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a very strict diet, but... My cheat day is every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I want to, before we get too far afield, uh, I want to you know, thank everybody who listened last week and give a, a couple of shout-outs to some of our, our listeners, Eli, because yeah. we were talking about this, right? So, um, right. In, our, in our top ten cities this week, we've got, you know, the usuals, you know, hello, Champaign, Illinois, Portland, Oregon, Easton, Maryland, uh, Providence is on there, New York, Bailey, Vermont, you know, the, the, I think, I like those, those cities where I'm like, oh yeah, I probably know who that is, thanks for listening. Um, San Jose, California, number two this week, so that's thanks San Jose. But number three, Banana Slug, Santa Cruz. Is the banana? Oh, that's Santa Cruz, that's right? Santa Cruz. San Jose is where the, all the shark fans are from. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, San Jose sharks. Which, Did you do a hockey episode last week? No, <laughs> no. We I don't think we've ever done a hockey episode because none of us watch hockey really. We've talked well, about I hockey. Went to that hockey game yeah, one time, that was a good and story. Then they talked about it. 
That was a good story. I believe a direct quote from that was Sam calling hockey just basketball on ice or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Soccer, maybe. Or soccer on ice. I think it's soccer. It was soccer on ice. But a special shout-out to uh, Gangdong-gu, South Korea. Um, Which probably, Eli, correct me if I'm wrong here, is probably not actually South Korea, but probably China. Uh, That's right. We got a a new listener who uh, wrote in all the way from Shanghai uh, saying that they love the podcast. And um, that they listened to a bunch of the episodes and thought it was hilarious. The reason why that probably shows up as uh, Korea and not China is because <clears throat> this podcast is more than likely blocked. <laughs> yeah, almost definitely. <laughs> so uh, it requires virtual uh, VPNs to, to get around that uh that type of um, censorship to, to listen to us. So we, we have we fully appreciate the extra effort that it takes for our Chinese <laughs> contingent to tune in. I want to see how many different countries can ban us from the, from the air. Yeah. Well, you know what they say is that you're nobody until your podcast is banned in China. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. That's like a pretty well-known like saying. I'm pretty sure. Well, this is that's how you know you made it. Yes. Yeah, that's how you know. Yes, exactly. this is just one more step in us getting getting big. We're gonna blow up any day now, gentlemen. Right, I can feel. We're gonna it. take over sports media. We are definitely going to take over sports media. Um, what was? Oh, we also got Fairbanks, Alaska, which is a new right. one. Hello, Alaska. Hey. Um, Ye- that sounds like fishing town. That sounds like a fishing town. Ye- that sounds Bur- like Russians using VPNs. <laughs> <laughs> Yekaterinburg, Russia. So we've got some oh, Russian okay. listeners. I don't know where. That's an Alaskan can. using a VPN. Yes. <laughs> oh no! I hope, I hope the Russians. We are definitely not going to be banned in Russia. They're just going to use us to disseminate fake news. Suddenly, yeah. <laughs> next week, we're going to be sponsored by a, uh, a Russian car company or something like that. <laughs> I'll just be on here being like, and thank you, Mother Russia, all hail the great Vladimir Putin. Yeah, <laughs> home of the fairest elections. Yeah. <laughs> and the best non-cheating Olympic athletes. Wait, can we, can we back up real quick? Yeah. yeah. Just want to know if you could name one car company from, from no. Russia. I couldn't even name a product from Russia. I was to think of um, Lada's, but that was a Soviet. That was the Soviet car. Was that the state people's car? Yeah. Yep. All right. Hmm. So let's see if we can get sponsored by Lada's. No, I don't think they can make it anymore. But that's the big joke, is that they still, they're still they still on the road over there. Because uh, they're just like, you know... Twin, yeah. They haven't had a car manufacturer since. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just like, they're like the really no computers, you know what I mean? It's like two pieces in that engine, and yeah. there's only like one thing that can break, you know? And oh, it's the, the Nokia of cars? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. It'll just they just run forever. Um, yeah, we should definitely. What 
I guess it's hockey like, would be the big Russian sport. What other sports would they play in hockey? Like, during the summertime, what do they do for fun? Soccer? Must be soccer. Boxing? Yeah. Basket. I know basketball. They had a good basketball team. Uh, I think they're really into gymnastics over there. Like all like year long? Thing. Because we yeah, talked about that, so. how it's weird here where gymnastics is big every once in a while. According to Wikipedia, yeah. the most popular sports in Russia are oh, soccer. soccer. Yeah, soccer. Number one, soccer. Yeah. Number two, ice hockey. Number three, volleyball. Number four, mm. bandy? I'm going to mm. click on what? this. What is, do you guys know what bandy is? Never heard of it. Okay, number five. Uh, my guess. Hold on. Let's guess. Let's guess. Wait, wait. I gotta say, number number five is biathlon. Hmm. So, just, we really? we're fans of biathlon on this podcast. So maybe we can find That's, a, a yeah. Russian. Yeah. Russia. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Let's. What, what is bandy? Before I. Oh, I looked it up. Like, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't count for me. But you okay. guys guess. Bandy is when you get like a big rubber band and two people hold each side of it and then they slowly back away from each other until like one of them freaks out and lets go. <laughs> Bandy is um, <laughs> drunken ice wrestling. But <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's called Bandy because you can't pronounce Brandy right after you drink three bottles of Brandy and fight the guy in, and fight the guy in 30 degree water. Okay. <laughs> people, people fucking drown all the time. Um, okay, so what? So you want to know what it actually is? Yeah, what is yeah. it? Yeah, it looks it's, like hockey. It's basically, a hybrid between hockey and field hockey. Oh, so basically, God. you're playing hockey uh, on ice. It's much bigger. You have eleven people on each side, and the stick is bowed like a field hockey um, um, stick, and you use a ball instead of a puck. But everything else seems to be exactly the same. <laughs> huh. huh. Well. Okay. I feel like both of our answers are better yeah. than that. <laughs> um, Just add, add this to the list of what you're going to be talking about with Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah. I got this new sport. Like, it's called Bandy. <laughs> now, hear me out. Two people grab hold of either sides of a giant rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, Alright, speaking of made-up sports, who's winning college basketball right now? Are we at the Final Four yet? No, that's next week. It's uh, Right now it's 62-60, to 60, Kansas over Duke with six and a half minutes left. Nice. I need Kansas to win that game. I need Kansas to win that game, too. If I have, if Kansas wins, then I have both teams that my final teams will be in the final four. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah. Who, who's your other final team? Loyola. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Wow, in a year of bracket busting, you're doing pretty well. I'm killing it. Um, I've got 
if Kansas wins, I got three out of four of the final fours. Villanova, Damn. Kansas, and Michigan. But my winner is Arizona. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so That's pretty good, though, still. Yeah. yeah. Who do I, you have them beating in the final? Um, I think I have them beating, Vill- I don't know, Villanova, I think. But I'm not sure. My other one, I need Kansas to win. Um, but that bracket is totally screwed. But it can still, I can still, if Kansas wins, I can be a winner. Um, I, I also need Kansas to win, but I have no shot. I had yeah. Cincinnati winning it all, oh, and they right. lost in yeah. the second round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, women's basketball. I wanted to give a shout-out to women's basketball because I'm getting back on that home home wagon bandwagon. Um, nice. I, I guess the Oregon who, who Ducks... your bandwagon, the Oregon Ducks women's basketball team is really good, apparently. Um, Sweet. I had no idea. And they are in either the final four, four or the Elite Eight. I think, are they already in the final? No, they're in the Elite Eight. They play Notre Dame tomorrow. And if they beat nice. Notre Dame, they're in the final four. So, uh, yeah. Who is their uh, star player? I just... Her last name is Ionesco, um, and what I was actually watching um, highlights of her the other day, and she is amazingly good. Um, well, sp- speaking of uh, the women's tournament, did you hear what happened with the UConn? Uh, Huskies in their first round game against the 16 seed team. Uh, no, they lost. This is pretty incredible. Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu is the Ducks' star player. Okay, go ahead. Uh, they scored 94 points in the first half. <laughs> what? <laughs> UConn did? UConn women, yeah. Oh my uh, god, that's so terrible. Yeah, they and they 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 toned it down in the second half, one hundred and forty to fifty-two. Ouch! Against Saint Francis of Pennsylvania, sorry, Saint Francis of Pennsylvania. That is so brutal. That's yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, What's brutal is that those two teams are playing in any sort of same comp, like yeah. all those two. <laughs> That sounds like a bunch of adults playing against a bunch of toddlers. Right, and not, and like being mean about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like a cute, like, oh, the kids are playing the adults. It was like, fuck you, kids. <laughs> you ruined my life. That <laughs> uh-huh. used to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I watched the, um, D2 men's final yesterday uh, uh-huh. for basketball. Yeah. And it, it was pretty interesting because on Friday night I had watched the Celtics game and then I've been watching the men's Division One tournament. Um, and the talent, obviously, between those three different levels is pretty big. Noticeable? It's noticeable, but it doesn't necessarily make any of the games worse. I mean, I, I yeah. personally prefer NBA games, but that's because I'm a Celtics fan. I like watching 
uh, that type right, of basketball. Right, those guys jam all the and time. And they jam, and, and, and it's exciting, and it's you know, year-round, and the same players come back each year, so you don't have a whole other college team where you're like, who the heck are these people? Yeah. But, um, but it's interesting because it just... The, the, They're not that much younger than you that you like feel really jealous of like all the life they have ahead of them, you know. I feel that way. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm older no, than White House. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, Sam. What me? Yeah, I, I wasn't saying anything. I just oh. said my. Oh. I just had that one joke. Oh. Done now. <laughs> I'll be leaving. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, what I said is that the the talent difference just makes the game a little bit different. So, like yeah. in the NBA, you know, you have these master massive jams and people shooting threes from half court and draining them, and then you have the D two men who, like, I think in the entire three quarters of the game that I watched, I probably saw them even attempt two or three threes, and everything else was just like feed the big man down on the low post, <laughs> right. Well, those kids aren't even going to go, none of them will be in the NBA, right? Well, basically none of them? Probably not. I mean, oh, that would be my guess. Yeah. Maybe you get, like, sort of the the random guy here or there. Yeah. But. And, like, they're on scholarship, but they're probably actually going to classes and using yeah. a scholarship the way we think people use scholarships, not the way actual athletes use scholarships. Yeah, actually, there was one of the players, and the announcer was like, so-and-so is in the dental uh, program and is at the top of his class. And you're not hearing that in a D1 game. Right, 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 right. Majoring in veterinary medicine. <laughs> well, I feel like the NBA, though, it's, I feel like the rules are different in the NBA. Like, there's no traveling in the NBA. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, the rules are much more strict in the college game. In the NBA, it's just, like, kind of... Yeah. It's, well, it's something... Another thing, because I've only been to a couple NBA games total in my life, but something that always kind of strikes me about them, and what struck me about this last one that I went to, is that is the pageantry, kind of, of yes, the game. I like that. Because, um, like, in the, the Brooklyn, like... I don't know. They have they have this dance troupe called the Brooklynettes, and then they're like cheerleaders, but they're like a like a hip hop dance crew. Mm -hmm. And then they have like a second dance crew there. And then there was like, you know, they have like weird video segments on the board, and the lights are always changing in between, yeah. like in the timeouts. Whereas like in baseball, you might have like a, a leaner race around the outfield, or like a t shirt cannon, or whatever. Like, the NBA, it's, like, non-stop. It's, like, yeah. constant, just, like, <clears throat> there's, and like, a dance real and then there's, yeah, there's, like, the hype man is, like, screaming into the mic, in between, you know, during the timeout, and there's, yeah. like, you know, the mascot is doing flips and shit, like, so much. Do the Nets uh, have a, then, who's the Brooklyn Nets mascot? I don't know, actually. Did, uh, hmm. There's, like, a weird hype dude. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a very different vibe. It's a very different. Well, atmosphere. I feel like I feel like that carries over into the sport itself, where it's like, well, we could call that guy for a challenge, but really he just did a monster tomahawk dunk. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He like right. ran from half court and did a crazy dunk. So like, let's let you know that's the way it's gonna be. Right. Um, um, 
you know. When, if ever, was the last time you went to an NFL game? Oh, years ago. Yeah. Cause last I, year. Okay, so Eli, you answered this question. What's the atmosphere like there? Um, there's not, they don't have that in between plays, entertainment. Um, it's, and you know, it's interesting is that when you watch an NFL game in person, it seems to go a lot faster than when you watch it on TV and it seems like, and there's just nothing but advertisements. Yeah. You know, it's like you watch an NFL game and you're watching 11 minutes of action and three hours of television. Yeah. But when you're there, you, you actually see sort of all the things that are happening in between, like uh, coaches gathering, giving out instructions, and, um, you know, players coming to the sideline and having reactions. And, and so there's more of uh, just a vast amount of things going on on the field that it there's much more to be entertained with by uh, beyond just, you know, the action itself. Um, I'm but, always... But, but as far as, like, interval entertainment, I don't remember there being a ton of that at, at Foster's. Right. right. I've, I've often thought that NFL football and American football in general is kind of tailor-made for cable TV because you have those breaks so yeah. frequently that are perfect... 30-second commercial breaks. And so you can really just pack in the advertising for it. And even yeah. even the way it's shot, because, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're at the stadium, you can see the whole field. So if a guy is open downfield, you know it, and you can be, say, oh, the quarterback's going to get the ball to him. They're going to score on this play. Whereas when you watch it on TV, the camera's on the quarterback. You don't know what's going on <coughs> downfield. He'll throw the ball, and it'll be like magic. Oh, my God. You know, he caught it. Touchdown. Yeah. It has a much more uh, miraculous feeling to it. Yeah. Football is, a, you know, there's just so many people on each team that there's a lot to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot going on all the time, mm-hmm. which makes watching it in person, I think, of I I love football. I love watching it. I can't stand how much advertising there is. <laughs> it's just it's tiresome almost watching football games. Yeah, it is. It's it's really gruesome. It's brutal. Yeah. I think also that like basketball lends itself to the pageantry more because it's like such a smaller space, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Like mm. if you're sitting in right field and there's like freaking dance competition happening down by home plate it's like you're not really going to see you're not going to get too much out of that you know right yeah and the sound systems too benefits from that because at a basketball game you feel like you're in the speaker right right Um, well yeah I mean uh, going to we've talked about this before going to a baseball game is completely different. You have a completely different experience than going to other sports games because so much is going on. You kind you don't have to actually be paying attention the whole time. You're outside. You're at the park. Hot dogs, yeah. beer. So There's people trying to sell you beer while you're yeah. sitting down. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, and you're like, yes, please. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take three. 
Um, yeah. And baseball is starting very, very soon. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. It's this week. It's less than a week, week away. Yes. It's yes. happening. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> so soon. Uh, what, what do you guys want to talk about? I got some ideas, but if you've got got any ideas to get us started. Um, well, I uh, was, well, you go ahead. I got some ideas, too. You got some but, ideas? But. Okay. Um, so here's one thing. Um, a lady I follow on Twitter, she's a, I think it's Brett Gardner fan, at Brett Gardner fan. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. <laughs> All these, I follow a lot of Yankee fans. Maybe we should stop. <laughs> but I like them. Um, uh, she put up a, a poll on her Twitter feed. And the poll was just, is your team good? Is your team not good? <laughs> and 72% of the people who responded said their team was good. Which tells me that Sports fans are really, really good at self-deception. Unless they're all Yankees fans. But even then, I think it's more like all these fans are coming out of spring break, thinking, uh, spring break, spring training, thinking that their team is good and their team's got a shot this year. I just wanted, wanted your opinions on that. Are we, are fans are, trick themselves into thinking that things are going to be better than they really are. No doubt. Well, I think that, like, there's evidence to back that up, though, right? Because coming out of spring training, anything could happen. I think it was last year we did, uh, our, it was like this episode, our preseason episode, and I feel like I called the Minnesota Twins going mm -hmm. to the playoffs, mm -hmm. and you guys just laughed, laughed me off right. the air. Right. Because you're like, they're supposed to be terrible they're not even going to win 50 games, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they did. They went to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that there is one team, at least, every season mm -hmm. that is like that. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and they're, like, supposed to be a middling or, you know, subpar team, and they end up making a good run. You know, it's a combination always of, like, young players that are – performing above, you know, it's a lot of people performing above potential mixed with, like, catastrophic, you know, crash and burns by other teams in their division, basically. Um, well, and that's kind of why I bring it up, because I've been reading a lot of White Sox blogs, not just fan blogs, also the Chicago Sun-Times, real news outlets, who are, I think are way too optimistic about the White Sox this year. I think right. they we talked last week, you know, the AL Central is supposed to be terrible. So all these writers have talked themselves into, well, <laughs> what if they bring up this guy halfway through the year and we know that the Tigers are going to be bad and Kansas City's going to be bad and, you know, if we can just get a few more wins out of this pitcher or, or if... Uh, if, you know, Jose Abreu has another good season and doesn't regress, you never know. We could be looking at the wild card. And I'm like, you just did a lot of mental gymnastics to put us at, you know, within within shooting range of the second wild card in August or September. But that's what they're doing right now. 
I said my team is going. My team's going to be bad. Well, I think that you're probably in the you know the pragmatic group of fandom, which is probably the minority of fans, right? Because there has to be a certain level of lying to oneself when it comes to your team. That's what being a yes. fan is all about, yeah. right? Yes. Because if you think about it, like the last decade uh, or so has been pretty sweet for Red Sox fans, but it was almost 100 years before that where, you know, we did not win a World Series and uh, it took a lot each year to prepare yourself for a 162-year season um, with the and telling yourself that this was going to be the year, right? So yeah. Yeah. I think you have to sort of come into each season with that bullish outlook or else you're really setting yourself for a depressing yeah. three quarters of the year. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah. it's long. <laughs> it sure is. It's like half the year. I think that... Uh... Uh, yeah, also what you were saying about the sports media, though, I feel like there is a kind of a reciprocal thing going on between the media and the clubs to mm. try to hype up interest. <laughs> yeah, that makes um, sense. Because, like, you know, the, the newspapers want the teams to do well because then people will get excited and, like, read the newspapers Mm-hmm. Like the articles, the sports writers really want that to happen. And so, you know, they write a couple fluff articles at the beginning of the year, try to get people um, into the ballpark, you know, get the butts and seats. And then in return, you know, they'll get more clicks or whatever, uh-huh. whatever currency they're trading in these days. Yeah. Mm. Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I can tell you as a, a Red Sox fan, I'm, I'm quite uh, excited about our club for a couple reasons. Um, once, one, we've won the division the last two years with basically the same team, um, especially from last year. This year's team compared to last year is pretty much identical plus one slugger. And um, also, and I don't put a lot of weight on spring training, right. uh, but we have had sort of an exceptionally strong spring training uh, and have won more games than any other ball club out there. Yeah. I've so, it. Yeah. Well, sorry. Go on. Finish. Uh, no, Start. just, you know, those, those two factors uh, give me, give me. Um, enthusiasm for at least the regular season. Now, I'd have to go a long way before I say we're going to sweep through the playoffs and win a World Series. But no, we will. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel good uh, at this point about you know heading into the season, whereas in some other years I might be a little less optimistic just based on um, who we have and sort of how we're coming out of the gate in spring training. So. I'm I'm telling I'm telling myself good things is what I'm trying to say, Joel. Good. Well, talk you talk yourself into yeah. it. But yeah, the Red Sox should be good. It it when teams are supposed to be bad or mediocre and fans are talking themselves into it, that 
I, you know, start to roll my eyes. But you're right, Sam. There's usually one or two teams that, to use the cliche, come out of nowhere and are being competitive, like the Twins were last year. Yeah, I wonder that about that also. How much is media and narrative telling and that's basically the plot of Major League, right? The the right. scrappy bunch of dudes who get together and prank each other and nobody believes in them, but then they pull together in the middle of the season. and They believe in themselves. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wonder how much is... The boys of summer. Right, right. So, yeah. Anyway. But also, but, when it comes to sports writing as well, um, and as as we know, doing this show too, like it, it's all about conjecture, right? So you can't be wrong. Right. <laughs> so it's not like you could write some fluffy piece about, or you know, read some fluffy piece about your team, even if they're terrible, and there be a bunch of bold predictions about what they may or may not do. <laughs> and if they come true, if they come true, and if they don't, then you're equal. The you know whoever wrote it is equally not wrong because right. they were just saying right. like you say mental gy- gymnastics yeah Ooh, duke and kansas are going to overtime it looks like that's exciting Fuck. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right is your tv faster than mine joel uh i was just looking on the the phone my phone oh what what's your tv saying uh it's 75 to 74 kansas over duke um, and there's three, just under four minutes left. In overtime, though, right? Oh, yeah, overtime. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, notice yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So, what no, your phone, is, your phone is fast. Your TV is faster than my phone. <laughs> 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 because it was 72-72 at the end of regulation. So I gotta yeah, take, take that smartphone. Take, yeah, seriously, well, my my phone ain't that smart. <laughs> um, Manny Machado. What about him? We walked on to him today. That's why I picked uh, Jay Z's Otis because I wanted to talk about Manny Machado. Mostly, I wanted to talk about the Baltimore Orioles. I was listening to someone else's podcast. It was the Ringer MLB show. And Mallory Rubin, who's an Orioles fan, she was doing a lot of complaining about Baltimore's management. And Mm. she was speculating that they're already planning on getting rid of Machado. And she, as a Baltimore fan, is kind of pissed about that. That, Trading him at the deadline, you mean? Yeah. I really felt like they were going for it. Didn't they just pick up, uh, what's his name? Who? They just signed. They just signed one of the, the like bigger names pitchers off the free agent market. I think. Let's find that because that that was my question: is are are they gonna go for it this year, or are they gonna blow it all up and rebuild? I think they go for it every year. You think so? Alex Cobb, Sam. Uh, is that who you're talking about? Alex yeah. Cobb. That's who I'm thinking of. Is he a pitcher? Yeah. Did I just make yeah. that up? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I think that, I, I mean, it's funny that she complains about the management of the Orioles. I feel like they overperform every year. Yeah. 
her one thing that she specifically was complaining about was development and her uh -huh. example was Jake Arrieta, who started uh -huh. with the Orioles. They never developed him. He he was kind of a not he was not an ace and then they trade him to the Cubs and the Cubs take him and he turns into an ace. Right. That was that was her example I specifically remembered. I couldn't tell you what other points she was making. But I was just thinking about Baltimore, you know, no matter which way you put it, they're they're in the same division as the Yankees and the Red Sox. And right. how so do you gonna, function? If they want to play, they got to fucking play. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> they can't they can't go like halfway in. Yeah, which maybe what they keep trying to do. I don't know. You don't think so? You think they're they're trying? Uh, yeah, they spend money. Uh -huh. They just re-signed, what's his name, Dalton Trumbo to the extra years um, last year, and he had a shit year, but whatever. Mark Trumbo? Yeah. Why'd you say Dalton? Isn't Dalton Trumbo the guy, <laughs> the guy who wrote the, uh, isn't he like the communist playwright? No. <laughs> what? I'm Googling Dalton <laughs> Trumbo right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I want to know who Dalton Trumbo is. Uh, I don't think any team comes into the season thinking that they're not going to make a run for the pennant or, or well, even the World Series, right? I mean, Miami. I bet Miami. Miami is. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> that's because they're uh, uh, they don't qualify as a New York Yankee farm team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's true. They're the best AAA team out there right now. <laughs> Probably not, which is the sad part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that, and talk about management. I mean, you have to you have to have some sort of plan B. Uh, in in the cards, right? Like you, right? It's not stupid to have a situation in which. If it's not going well for you halfway through the season, that you can't deal for the future, and uh, so to say that like they're not blindly betting it all on this season, I don't think to me spells uh, poor management. Hmm. Dalton Trumbo was one of the writers for Spartacus and Exodus, and uh, refused to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee. And was blacklisted. Told you. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Speaking of which, Eli, did you watch Spartacus? Are you still going through your best pictures? Uh, still going through the best pictures. I haven't gotten there yet. What was the last one you watched? So last night, I'm, I'm, we're cruising. <laughs> uh, last night was... Um, oh God! Whenever I have to think about it, I can't think of the name of the movie. I uh, want to write a story where Mark Trumbo does a body switch with Dalton Trumbo, right? And, and Mark Trumbo has to is has to testify before Joe McCarthy's committee, and Dalton <laughs> Trumbo has to play baseball for the <laughs> Baltimore Orioles. That would be a good. That would let's do that. Uh, somebody, somebody make a note. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that as our, our Grammy Award winning, or Academy Award yeah. winning film. We'll call it 
Trumbo versus Trumbo. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, last night was um, uh, Shakespeare and Love, which kind of surprised oh, yeah. me that that was an Academy Award winner. It was the 1988. No, 98. 1998, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, because that beat um, Saving Private Ryan. That movie beat Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it was a slow, slow movie year. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I really like Shakespeare in Love. I like that movie. I'm sorry, what did you say, Joe? I really like Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Um, I like Jeffrey Rush's character. Uh, What's his line? I say it all the time. It's like, oh, things will work out. How do you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a miracle. Is that that the line? It's a a, a mystery. Mystery. Yeah, yeah. I find myself saying that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this will probably work out. How? No, no, it's a mystery. It, it's good. It just, it's like a little lovey-dovey and, yeah. uh, I, I don't know, it's like almost a little too cute sometimes. And uh-huh. But I like that. I'm not saying that I, like, am down on it or anything. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, through this process, as you can tell, I'm becoming a heavy-duty movie critic. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> You're going to be like, no, Shakespeare Love was not that good. Yeah, it definitely feels like a romantic, it is a romantic comedy. Yeah. I think it's hard for a romantic comedy to win. Yeah, Um, you think that by the end of this year, when you've seen all of the best pictures ever won, you'll be able to, like, like, without a doubt, pick next year's best picture? Maybe, maybe. Me, like a, a honorary member of the foreign press uh, right. service, and I'll be able to cast votes. That'd be pretty sweet. You should always basically make joke votes, like vote <laughs> vote for Transformers every year, or something like that. I don't know, man. There, there was a nomination for best animated film this year, and. Boss Baby was it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, people love that movie. Yeah. I did not see that movie. So this is our last uh, podcast probably before opening day. So that mm-hmm. means, guys, favorite thing, predictions. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, what's the first category of predictions? Who's your dark horse team Ooh, to make the playoffs? Hold on. Let me look at Since we talked about that. My dark horse team to make the playoffs is going to be the... Well, do I... Uh, see, I'm I'm so boring. I've got all the teams that everybody thinks is going to make the playoffs making the playoffs. So, <laughs> the does Milwaukee count? You mean San Diego? San Diego? No, I mean Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say they're a dark horse. Wait, yeah. What division are they in? NL Central. Central, yeah. Yeah, that would be a dark horse for sure. Okay, that I'm not saying win the division, but make the playoffs. Make the playoffs, yeah. okay. How about you? <clears throat> what about you, Eels? Uh, I, I have so, a question. I get to go last. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, so I, I know you've heard me talk about it before in the past, but I, I think uh, the Cincinnati Reds, because <laughs> they, they were just all new. The, the one game I saw them play last year, they were all 
either <laughs> farm league players or rookies, uh, I think that they're going to come out and surprise the world uh, and make the playoffs. They're I, be my I want you to just start picking Cincinnati teams for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you're good to be I'm right. bound to be right at some point. <laughs> you guys hear about this team called the Bengals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Cincinnati's really going to, they're going to make the NBA playoffs. Eli, they don't even have an NBA team. Nope, they got, they'll be good. Cincinnati, out of nowhere. They're going to get LeBron next year. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that, that's go like with... a dark horse, dark horse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys both picked NL Central teams. Yeah. So I'm tempted to say the Pirates, but I don't think that's going to happen. I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the... Seattle Mariners. Oh, that'd be a good one. Well, we'll in honor to, of our in absence. Yeah, that'd be the that would be end the longest standing drought of a team making the playoffs in any sport, right? Yeah, yeah. any of the so. major sports. Yep, I think so. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you why. That's not just a random guess. I feel like um, they are kind of, <clears throat> with the exception of. Uh, Houston, I feel like that's a division that's wide open for a strong number two candidate. Um, and, you know, the the Angels are kind of loaded up with, like, shitty, large contract older players. Um, and, oh, I had a whole thing, actually, to talk about the Angels today. I totally forgot about it. Oh, well, anyway, because Shohei, I want you know we we got to get our daily no, Shohei Otani. I was going to talk about Albert Pujols, actually. Yeah, the worst player in baseball. Worst player in baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, like legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and well, so the Rangers and the Angels and the who else is in that division? Uh, Houston, Oakland, Houston, Texas, and Oakland. Yeah, right. I feel like I feel like. Uh, you know, if Seattle can play strong in their division, then they they can have a shot at a wild card spot. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Mm. So, do you think the Angels are not going to be good? I think the Angels could go either way. I don't think that they're going to be better than Houston. That's for sure. Right. And I think that they probably will end up third or fourth in their division. That's what I think. Behind Houston and Seattle. And Seattle, and possibly Oakland. Right. Okay, so how about AL MVP? AL MVP. I actually don't have an answer for this question. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think that he's overdue to win that award, honestly. Yeah, that's not a bad bad guess. He's, He's got all the tools to be an MVP. Well, he's the best defender in the major leagues, you know. And if he has another good year at the plate, I think that he'll probably get it. Yeah. Mm. Altuve, well, how, Altuve should should regress. That's what everybody keeps saying. Do you agree? Uh, no, but I don't think that they're going to give him it back-to-back back back. years. His name isn't Trout. Right. <laughs> Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. You wash my car every week. 
Go, moving on. Um, any, I mean, what about J.D. Martinez? Could, could the Red Sox have multiple uh, MVP candidates on their team? Uh, I don't know. I feel after <laughs> last year's Cy Young snub, I feel like people are kind of against the Red Sox, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, you know, I yeah. think that, um, and I think it's highly unusual to have two, I, I feel like it's highly unusual for two, a team to have two people in the running for MVP. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Cy Young, I feel like, maybe is less uncommon. Because pitching is, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to throw out John Carlos Stanton. You got to consider nope. him. Nope, not going to do it? No, no, no I don't think no, so. No, no. He's going to tear his ACL. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Actually, I thought you were going to say tear his meniscus, but yeah. I hope he tears so, it them both. <laughs> he tears his, tears his fucking leg off at the knee. <laughs> Here's, here's my bold prediction is a Chris Sale MVP. What do you think about that? Ooh. Damn. Wow. Yeah. He'd have to have a pretty I good year. After, I think they after they snubbed him last year, I don't think right. they can give him the MVP now. Or uh, but but maybe it'll be like a you know, a gimme, like a like, oh man, we really like, fucked up and we're, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've been watching the Oscars or the best pictures, isn't that what they tend to do with the Oscars? Makeup calls. Makeup calls. Uh, <laughs> like what did like giving Al Pacino best actor for like Sense of a Woman or something weird like that. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they had been Denzel snubbing. Too. Yeah, Denzel. Denzel. That's right. <laughs> They've been snubbing Leonardo DiCaprio for years and years and years, and then they gave him best pick, best actor for finally for like some kind of subpar. Yeah, yeah, that's the Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. I didn't see it. All right. Okay, so playoffs. Here's here's what I think. I'm going to go first so I can uh, make all my vanilla, total vanilla choices. So um, NL, I think it'll be, ah, sweet. Kansas just won? Yep. Yay. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Kansas beat Duke. Huzzah. Um, okay, what was I talking about? AL East, Red Sox, Indians, Astros. Um, first wild card, Yankees. Second wild card, Twins. So I'm actually saying the exact same teams that went last, year. last year. Yeah, which never happens, right? Um, right. Twins and Yankees rematch in the wild card game. Twins get the win. Um. And then, so they get revenge over last year. And then you have uh, them losing to Houston. Red Sox beat Cleveland in the DS. So I got Houston, Boston in the ALCS. I'm going to go with Houston. I apologize. Boo. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, NL. Terrible. <laughs> NL, I've got Dodgers, Cubs, Nets uh, as division champs, and then two, um, both wild cards from the NL Central, Milwaukee and St. Louis. Hmm. I got Milwaukee beating St. Louis in the wild card game. Um, I've got 
let's say, Cubs beat Dodgers, and then Brewers upset the Nets. So your NLCS is all central, Cubs versus Brewers, uh, but Cubs win. So I've got uh, Houston Cubs in the World Series, your last uh-huh. two, you know, the last two World Series champs, Houston in five. Houston repeats, first team to back repeat back-to-back back back since, uh, since the 1999-2000 New York Yankees. That yeah. is vanilla. That's yeah, like I know. That's, that, that's so boring. I was just thinking about that. That's why I wanted to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you had some bold predictions mixed in there, but then the end result yeah. was very vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Brewers. I'm getting on that Milwaukee bandwagon early. <laughs> but you don't mean San Diego. No, no. I mean, I mean the actual, actual Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee, okay. Milwaukee Padres are going to be terrible. They're going to win like 40 <laughs> games. If there's ever a city that deserved the second baseball team, it would be Milwaukee. <laughs> that would be cool. Two, two baseball teams in a small market. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how you can make that work. All right, Eli, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Um, so AL East, I have the Red Sox uh, going for three years in a row, uh, winning the division. And uh, AL Central, uh, I have the Detroit Tigers uh, coming out on top. Ooh, that's a that's a dunk horse. And uh, the Astros uh, for the AL West, and the the two, um, uh, the two wild cards will be uh, the Mariners and the Orioles. Yankees aren't even going to make it. I like that. Um, uh, The uh, Mariners are going to win that. And the Red Sox are going to beat um, the Tigers. Uh, Houston will beat the um, the who Mariners. Mariners. The Mariners. Yeah. Uh, and then the Red Sox will beat over Houston to go to the World Series. In the National League. Um, I have the. Nationals winning the NL East. Um, the I was about to say Cincinnati, but I don't think I can go that no, far. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati, all the way. Uh, I'm gonna have the Cubs win the Central um, and the uh, Dodgers winning the West. I will have Cincinnati as one of my two wild card teams. Um, along with, and brace yourselves, the Phillies. Um, the uh, I was going to ask, uh, yeah, Phillies. Sorry? Oh, um, I was going to ask if you guys thought the Phillies were going to be any good. but So I'm glad you said that. Keep going. <laughs> I think they're going to be better than they have been. I don't know if good is the adjective I'd use. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have uh, the Phillies beat out the Reds. Um, and then I'm going to have the Nationals beat um, the Dodgers nice. and uh, the Cubs beat um, 
the uh, Phillies, Phillies, and then the Cubs lose to the Nationals. Nationals, Red Sox, Red Sox win it all. Nice. I like that. Guys, with that Kansas win, I am just for ne- for the moment in first place in my bet, in my pool. Just playing. Hey-o. I don't think I can win. Because, eh. again, I got three out of four, but my other one is Arizona, and I had them winning it all. So, hmm. I jam you up. All right. In the AL, I have the Red Sox winning the East, the Twins winning the Central. You have the Twins winning. Uh, I'll have. What's that? You have, neither Twins, of you guys yeah. are big on the Cleveland Indians, huh? Uh, no. Nah, the mistake by the Lake man. I don't see it happening. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, and then um, I'm gonna go with the Seattle Mariners winning the West, just because you guys both said Houston. Although I don't feel super strong about that pick. (laughs) Um, And then the two wild cards, uh, I'm going to have uh, Cleveland uh, being the first wild card spot. And then the second wild card spot being Houston. Uh, And it's not close with any of the other teams. Okay. So... And the Yankees come in last place in the AL East. And Major League <laughs> yeah. Baseball demotes them to a minor league team. And John Carlo loses a leg and there's blood all over Yankee Stadium. It's right, exactly. Team. It's cursed. It's actually haunted yeah. by the end of the season. It's, like, really badly haunted and they can't play games there anymore. Because there's, like, ghosts and gargoyles roaming the base paths, like, thirsting <laughs> for the blood of ball players. It's a very post-apocalyptic scene. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. It's like really <laughs> fucked up, actually. Anyway, um, I have uh, Houston beating Cleveland in the wild card game. Um, I have the. Uh, I, I have. <laughs> I have the Twins beating Seattle. I have the Red Sox beating Houston. I have the Red Sox beating the Twins. Oh, nice. And then in the National League, I have the Mets winning the East. Oh, okay. Uh, Wow. That's a bold prediction. Yeah. St. Louis winning the Central. And then uh, L.A., the Dodgers in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, The two wildcard teams are the Nationals and the Cubs. I'm sorry. Who do you have winning? Uh, who do you have winning the Central? St. Louis, St. Louis, the Cardinals. Yeah. And then I have uh, the I have the Nationals beating the Cubs in the wild card game. I have the Dodgers beating the or sorry, the Nationals beating the Dodgers. And I have the Mets beating the Cardinals. And then I have the Nationals beating the Nets. And I have the Red Sox in five over the Nationals. Over the Nationals. So you both think Red Sox Nationals. Yeah. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't bet games, number of games. I was going to say six. Six. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm with Eli on that one. Because yeah. I think that the Nationals, this is their year. They've been in first place for so long, and they always fucking crap out. Uh-huh. So I think this year... 
they get like punched in the teeth a little bit. They have some injury problems throughout the season. They come in second place, but they're in the wild card. And then they have something to fight for, uh-huh. kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, has, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this. Has um has a team that's played in the wild card game made it to the World Series yet? That's play a team that's played in that extra extra game. In the playoff. Yeah. Uh, we're the no, the Mets. It's only we're been the Mets. two mm-hmm. two years, right? The Mets were they? In the did the Mets? Or? Yeah, I I thought, they must have been. I thought the Mets did that, um, or th- maybe it was before they had the play-in game. That's, but that's what that's what I'm asking about the play-in play-in game. I think I'm not that, sure. that year they might have. I'm not sure if it started then. Yeah, but you remember the Mets uh, had the second baseman who played out of his shoes. Um, hey, he plays for the Nets now. That he plays for the Nets. Nets. Oh, <laughs> I was like he went to basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Murphy, the, the Irish guy. <laughs> how, how funny would Murphy. that be if somebody, you know, because of a typo on your legal contract, you got dealt to the Nets instead of the Nets. <laughs> And they were like, well, it says on your contract you play for the Nets now, so sorry, dude. <laughs> Go right. grab And because of, like, baseball contract laws, he becomes immediately the highest paid player in basketball. <laughs> yeah. Because he's getting paid baseball dollars. It's like, they're all playing basketball dollars. <laughs> Stupid union rules. Uh. <laughs> Oh, so so guys, uh, I was looking at um, uh, Vegas odds for uh-huh. for the World Series winners for the MLB, uh-huh. um, and thought you guys might be interested in, yeah. in guessing um, tops and bottoms. Yeah, okay. Uh, what what are the cat- quickly? What are the categories? Well, What's that? I'm sorry. Oh wait, so are you, odds for what? Who's going to win the World Series? Uh, yeah. So okay. so. Well, the Vegas has got to be has picking, the best odds yeah. of winning the World Series and who has the worst odds. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess Vegas thinks the Yankees are going to win. I'm going to think they think that the Dodgers are going to win. Um, okay, so the best the Vegas odds now favor Houston Astros to have a repeat. Huh. Right. Um, okay. And the LA Dodgers are number two. Uh, the New York Yankees are number four. Cleveland Indians are actually number three. Where are the Red Sox? Red Sox are number six after the Cubs. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, who are the bottom? Just give us like the bottom five. Wait, let me let me guess. Bottom five. So there's actually three teams in in that have the worst tied Not for the tied. worst. Okay, wait, 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 guess let me think. Are. What I think it's gonna be it's gonna be White Sox, Marlins. I'm gonna say the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay, you were one for three, Marlins. Oh, really? I'm yeah. going to say the Milwaukee, I mean San Diego Padres. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go with um, Colorado. Okay, 0 for 2. Wait, 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 let me go, let me go again. Let me go again. Yep. Uh, Miami, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. Uh, okay, so you picked up another of the three with Kansas City, and there's just one remaining. Would you like another shot, Sam? Detroit. Detroit it is. Ding, ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> all right, that's your dark horse, Sam. Detroit. Detroit? Yeah. Well, that's my dark horse. I have the oh, one in the division. Oh, Eli. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah. 
So me and Vegas are not seeing eye to eye right now. We have the White Sox. So they've got to be near the bottom. Yeah, they're pretty close. They're yeah. tied for third worst. Third worst. That makes sense. All right. Second worst is Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, go Reds. Oh, man, yeah. Eli. If the Tigers and the Reds make the playoffs, man. I know. How OU Maybe I should look. put some money down. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right. Um, things we didn't talk about. I wanted to talk more shit about the Miami Marlins um, and what terrible job they're doing draining their sports franchise of resources. Uh, there was an article on SB Nation about that. And uh, we didn't get to talk about Shohei Otani. You know, Damn. waiting. You, that's your boy. I know. He why is you know he's gonna get paid only five hundred forty-five thousand dollars this se- this season. He's got the signing wow. bonus of two point three million dollars, but his his uh, salary is only gonna be five hundred forty-five thousand dollars. So, owners of the LA Angels are getting a sweet fucking deal with him right now. Um, and we didn't get to talk about Hideki Matsui's. A fabulous collection of pornography. Right, and how he will never be hired by the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> he will never get it. <laughs> yeah. What is he doing now? Did we look that up? Uh, he's probably, like, curating a pornography website, would be my guess. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Good for him. You know, you, you, gotta, do, you gotta have hobbies. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else did we not yeah. talk about? Uh, Anything? Well, we have we have our uh, our draft coming up as well. Wednesday. I don't know how much you guys talk about oh, yeah. that on this, but um, a good deal. We're all pick. Are you still not disclosing? Or did That's we guess Mookie Betts? Yeah. Who? Uh, <laughs> 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 that, oh, that was the trick, right? It's like who's going to be the AL MVP? <laughs> I'm the only fucking guy who answered that question. <laughs> 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 I see. When do we find out what the draft order is, Eli? Uh, 15 minutes before. It's randomized. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, I don't get to go first since I'm I won draft. the last two years. Oh, Madison Bumgarner is hurt again, but this time the fucker had the decency to do it before the draft. Right. So, and get hit by a line drive yeah. instead of fucking driving this dirt bike into the side of a semi-truck or whatever happened last year. So that made me that that made me a little bit happy. I was so pissed about that last year. Um, I think I should. Chris only... Sale got nailed by a dinger the other yeah. day and had to come out of the game with contusion, but apparently he's going to be okay. That was yeah, kind of sure. scary. Yeah. yeah, that was. That was yesterday. Yeah. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Um, we tried to do this once a week. We've been doing it this year. In the past, we've been bad. But this year, we've been doing it once a week. Uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, follow us on Twitter. And uh, check out the blog, uh, wordpress.com. Uh, yeah, and leave us comments and questions and yeah, you know, insults that we can respond yes. to. Last week, um, hey, last week we had Bob on to tell us about tennis. That was awesome. If you want to come on the show, let me know. Like, yeah, because um, we're always looking for guest stars. We're always looking for guest stars. But baseball and predictions. Yeah. What are your predictions too? Oh, that's a good point. Yes, 
Okay. Yeah. Who's winning the World Series? Who's going to win the World Series? San Diego Padres. Yeah. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> Fuck Am Vegas. I right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Easy at home, where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless, stop me. I adopted these niggas, put them coming in. Now I'm about to make them tuck their whole summer in. They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me cause I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other, other bins. All your diamonds up, cause we in this bitch another king. Photo shoot fresh, looking like 